Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. So we'll just start with a couple of get-to-know-you questions. I see a little bit of information here about you. You sound like you have an incredible life journey to share with us. So um, we're really excited to put you on our Exceptional Military Kids podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the honor. Tatiana, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm currently a senior attending Naples High School in Naples, Italy. I'm 18 years old. I've moved to Coronado, San Diego in California. I was there for about second grade to fourth grade. Then I moved from there to Bahrain from fifth grade to sixth grade. And then I moved to Rota, Spain for seventh grade through the middle of 10th grade. And then I moved the middle of that year to Naples, Italy. I've been here ever since. And so, yeah, I've been to three Dodd schools. Um, I'm in soccer. I used to play volleyball and I also was in fall cheerleading. Um, I'm in multiple clubs at school to keep myself busy. Uh, I'm attending college next year. I hope to attend college next year. I'm waiting to choose which school I want to go to, but <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Well, I have so many follow-on questions. Um, what's your favorite place in all those places that you've lived? What's your favorite place to live? Um, there's definitely pros about each duty station I've been to, but definitely Rota, Spain was a connector for me because my mom is actually Panamanian. So there's Spanish in my background. So it was such a great place to be, such a great experience and met a lot of people and things like that. Well, that's great. And you'd mentioned about your um, plans to go to college after you graduate. Do you have it narrowed down to a couple of schools? (laughs) At first I did, but then I got a few offers from other schools. So now I'm kind of all over the place. My in-state is Florida, so, and I have a lot of family there, so I might go there, or I might branch out and try something else, but I'm not sure, since I haven't been back to America in so long, like, it's going to be a huge shift for me moving back. It is. Um, What makes you most anxious about moving back? Just the lifestyle, pretty much. I have so many friends that have moved from overseas back to the States, and they say the hardest thing is the culture shock. Like, I'm very nervous for that, especially because I'll be on my own in college, and it'll be my first time away from my family. And so, but I'm excited. It's going to be a new experience. It is. You've got a lot of adventures ahead of you, and you've had a lot of adventures already, more than most people. Yeah, it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. I can't even say your age because I haven't had those kind of adventures. Yeah, no, a lot of people tell me that, but I'm very lucky to have been all around the world. I say that I go to Germany like on the weekends or Paris and I just explore all of these wonderful places like it's nothing. And people like, I know people that haven't left their own hometown, so it's definitely awesome. That is incredible. Wow. So mm-hmm. I see here on the, your information sheet that you're a member of S2S. Yes, ma'am, I am for... This is my second year in the club. 
And tell me what drew you to S2S. So when I first moved to Naples, I was a new kid and I moved in the middle of, I think the first semester. I was super nervous. I showed up to school anxious and going crazy. Um, this wonderful girl in S2S walks up to me and she gives me a wonderful tour of the school, shows me all like the pros and cons and ins and outs. And it was just inspiring. And when they opened up the um, application for the next year's S2S, I applied immediately. I was so excited to help other new kids, you know, just acclimate to their new culture in Naples. Oh, awkward, I think my. So tell me some of the incredible projects that your S2S team has done. So we have these things called S2S Hail and Farewell Socials. They're pretty much just a time for all of us to join together, come together with departing students and new students in coming to our school and just kind of like socialize with them, get them in the loop of like clubs and activities. And me and a couple other wonderful leaders who are seniors kind of just put it all together. Like there's one person that's over publicity, which is me. A lot of people are over tours and, you know, just showing people around the school and training and then just organizing the socials all together. So we kind of just introduce people to Naples and say bye to people who are leaving. That is just really wonderful. Dee, tell me a little bit about your position as the publicity chair. What do you do in that role? Um, so as leader of the publicity committee, I am in charge of kind of just making sure everyone is in the know of what we're doing in S2S, knows of all the upcoming events, and just, um, I also take pictures or, or like delegate people to come and take pictures at our socials. And I also coordinate with people to write articles and just media based pretty much. So what tips and tricks can you share with us about getting the new people to attend? How do you advertise that? My committee also makes invitations. So we kind of just make the invites and get the list of people who are leaving and list of people who are just now coming in. And we kind of just send it out to them an email or if we come across someone that just comes to school and it's near to one of our socials, we kind of just say, hey, like, are you coming to the social? It'd be cool if you came. We also offer food, which is like the teenagers, like, you know, binge things. So they all, <laughs> they always come for food and we kind of just play games and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. So what's the favorite food for teenagers in Naples, Italy? Pizza. It's like a trademark here. So uh, <laughs> Neapolitan pizza is what we usually have. Last year, we used to have kind of like Taco Tuesday thing or like Cinco de Mayo thing for different holidays, ice cream, just a bunch of things. For December, we had a social and we had Christmas cookies. So that was, we got to decorate them. It was super cool. It sounds like your team really um, puts in a lot of effort to attract the stu new students with some really great food. Now, we have this thing called Food Fun and Facts. What are some of the fun that you bring to these socials? We have a few people in certain committees that do icebreakers sometimes, and we go to a really small school, so we're all about, you know, direct participation. We do a lot of things, kind of just team building or team bonding, getting closer to each other. We do a lot of games. Sometimes we put on some music. And we just talk to people. We just talk to everyone, especially if, like, we have a couple new students and a couple departing students. We'd announce them or play some games or just be like, bye, like give them a hug or something. What's your favorite game? My favorite game, I forgot the name. Um, it's either cup building, so we have to build the tallest cup tower. I really like that game. It's super fun watching everyone get like really energized. Either that one or there's one game where there's like a hula hoop. We have a hula hoop and we have to like all get our bodies through. 
I like that one a lot. <laughs> that sounds fun. Cups are a big family tradition with my family. So <laughs> people do that too. Yeah, it's super popular here. <laughs> Since you have moved so many times, what advice can you give other students in your situation who have moved multiple times to help them adjust to new schools and new communities? As I got older, I found that it was harder to make friends as I moved. What really helped me, especially when I moved here after being in Spain for so many years, um, was joining clubs and sports. That definitely immersed me into the environment of the school, even though I was kind of reluctant at first, but I got pushed into it by my S2S sponsor. And so I played soccer, which is my main sport, and I got into that and it totally put me in like a good friend group, got me into other clubs. It was just a really big gateway for things at school. So I definitely recommend just joining as many things as you can. You can make friends automatically, even if like you're shy or this or that, because there's always a club that fits someone's personality. So. so how do you work to overcome those fears? Is there something you do? Is there a tip that you can give a new student on overcoming those fears? I'd say just be bold and just go for it. Don't be shy, especially in Dodd schools, because everyone there has been a new kid at some point. So you're not the only one. So it's better to just walk up to someone and be like, hey, I'm new. Where's this? Where's that? And it'll spark a good conversation and they'll invite you places. So just don't be shy. Like I know it's hard because moving, it sucks and you're the new kid and sometimes you're the only one and it's the middle of the year, but it's automatically good to just have friends, like other people to get you through the move and stuff like that. So what's your favorite part of moving? Starting over, making new friends. I mean, I'm a social person at times, maybe a little too much, but I always liked moving in a new place and just moving into a new house and moving to a new room and just making more friends and just meeting new people from all around the world, so it's been cool. One of the things that we focus in on S2S is academics. What are some challenges that you faced with your academics from moving place to place? Thanks to my parents, I've always been super um, strict on myself about academics, mm -hmm. but um, one thing that always helps was being organized. Being organized helps you so much because even when I moved in the middle of my sophomore year, there were things that we were working on at my old duty station that we could pick up back on when I moved here. And it was always great to have all my papers from the same time when I moved that I could bring over here to like automatically, you know, get me into pace. And if teachers were like, what were you doing in your old school? I could pull it out automatically out of my folder and just be like, yeah, we we're doing all this, this, this. And it definitely helped being organized and just staying on top of it. So when you say papers, are you talking about like graded projects and essays? and or report cards or all of it um i'm mainly talking about um not projects but um maybe notes or just like um syllabi a lot of those help as well okay. those help a lot notes and like just classwork pretty much very good have you lived in the you said you lived in coronado in the u.s yes. mm -hmm. How what was the difference between that school and the schools overseas a little bit or they do they feel the same um no they're definitely different um the school i went to in san diego was a school where there were, weren't that many military affiliated kids mm -hmm. because my mom wanted me to go to like a really like good school and that was top ranked in the area so i definitely was around a lot of people who 
have been there their whole lives, you know, had their friends already instilled. Um, and a lot of people like didn't understand the fact that I was moving. Like I remember when I said, yeah, I'm like leaving next year, I won't be here. Everyone was like, whoa, what happened? What happened? Like they were confused, like of the whole military life. The difference between there and here or, or overseas would be just a lot of the people here are more welcoming in a, in a sense because they understand that people come and go and they're more diverse, I'd say a little bit because they're, they know a lot of people and they know that people come and go a lot. So they're used to it. Like they're in the little routine of it. Uh, yeah. In a sentence or two, can you tell me um, how you would explain the military life to a civilian student? I'd say there are a lot of pros to being a military child, very spoiled. I'd say there are a lot of spoiled, a lot of rich kid things that we do, even though we're not that rich. Um, there are a lot of ups and downs, of course, that's life. Um, it's definitely a, an eye-opening experience. Um, it's just, I think it was a great ride. Like, it was a great experience. If I could do it all over again, I would definitely be a military child. You'd definitely be a military child. That's incredible. But do you have, like, how would you explain what it's like to feel to a civilian student? What does it feel like to be a military child? It feels like a roller coaster. It feels like a roller coaster that's um, kind of kind of straight for a while. You don't know what's coming. Then you can either, you can go really high and you go super high and you're excited. You're like in the routine of a normal life. And one day, like your parents come home and say, yeah, we picked orders to go here. And then it might feel like a drop because you're leaving your friends and some of your family that you've met at your duty station. But then there's always an upside to moving. So it's like a roller coaster, I'd say. Are there any other um, ups and downs in a military life besides uh, being a military child besides moving? Definitely deployment. Well, my dad used to get deployed in different occasions. That definitely was hard. That was very hard for me as a kid because um, he'd leave for a couple months at a time and sometimes he wouldn't be able to talk because of like, you know, classified reasons and things, but that was hard. Yeah, that's one of the hard parts. So what, what's another upside of the military child? The people you meet, the experiences, um, the cultures, but things that definitely look good on college applications, I found out. The food, you learned how to cook a lot of good food. <laughs> Just the culture. The culture is really cool. Well, I love the roller coaster analogy. I think that's really um, helpful way to explain it. So thank you. I'm going to have to use that one. Um, we were talking about your um, after high school plans, but I never asked you what you want to study. Oh, so for my undergraduate degree, I'd like to study psychology. And then for my graduate degree, I would like to study human resources. So what do you want to do with those degrees? Um, I would like to hopefully get a job in, within the government in the GS system mm -hmm. and kind of see, I kind of want to get stationed in certain places like I was like right now. So I'd probably either come back here or go back to Rota. Okay. So uh, you, is there, you want to be in human resources? With yes. Okay. Have you considered the military as an option? Um, I have once upon a time, but my dad always told me that I should I should go to school first and get my degrees and then go in to the military if I wanted to. Okay. Very good.
Is there anything else you want to tell me about being a military child and um, anything that, that you want to share with the audience? Um, I would definitely say um, when you move, especially overseas, do not be scared to try new things. Like it might be super scary at first, but um, for people who like to say like, yeah, I like to stay on base. I'm scared of the culture. I'm scared of the people. Like it's dangerous. That's not at all the case. Like obviously you can't be, you can't be naive to what's going on, but you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be sheltered on base and be scared because it's definitely an experience. It's like a once in a lifetime experience to be over here. So you you believe that every that a military child should seize the moment and experience all they can. Yes, carpe diem to the max. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Anything else you want to share? Um, no, I just like to say thank you so much for this awesome opportunity to do this. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear it out and have our audience hear it too. Thank you. Well, thank you. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.